Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 53 of the Walk of Ethan Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Black. Today, we're talking about the shows from Monday, July 17th through Thursday, July 20th. So we'll just get right into it. So we'll kick it off with DDT Pro Wrestling's show, Cosby Pro Wrestling. So opening match, we had six-man tag team. Actually, at Burnings Universal Championship Tuesday Endo. Yusuke Okada and Yua Koryoko defeating Hideki Okatani, Tokajima, and Kazuma Sumi via Moonsault, 12 minutes and 18 seconds. Tag team match with Disaster Box, Extreme Champion Kazuya Hayara and Harshima versus Paramount Suki Ino and Suzuki Dino. And in a no contest, 11 minutes and 50 seconds. In the main event, six man tag team match, we had the 2023 King of DT winner Chris Brooks, Akiko, and Shinhiro Kawamatsu defeating six man tag champs Harmo Kazushka. Kachara Haiguchi and Yuki Ishida team with the over 40 team, Mahiko Oshi, Fierce Guy Tree Brom, 12 minutes and 4 seconds. So then we go to night 7 of Dragon Gate's King of Gate Tour. So we kick off with Tag Team Match with Gold Classes, Open the Triangle Gate Team, Minior and BB Hulk, defeating Kung Fu Masters, Jackie Fun Kamei and Jason Lee via Victor Minior on Kamei, 9 minutes and 19 seconds. Eight-man tag team match. We open the Twin Gate Champs, Mushumushuki. Open the Triangle Gate Champs, Renaki Doi. Kejidor and Dragon Kid to be Ultimate Dragon, Yamaha. Shahiko Boy and Ducky and Aguchi for your Jumbo wins. 11 minutes and 36 seconds. And then our final uh, second round match of the 2023 King of Gate. The first one, open the Triangle Gate Champs, Kota Minoru defeating Punch Tamanaga for Golden Rose. Three minutes and 34 seconds. He will face Yuki Yoshioka in the quarterfinals. Six-man tag team match with Hayao, Kai, and Shun Skywalker of Seabright. Defeat M3K's Open a Twang Gate Champ Yitsushi Kanda, Misaki Moshuki, and Moshuki Jr. via Niko Tamahashi, 9 minutes and 46 seconds. And our final second round match of the King of Gate tournament, Shuji Kanda defeat Open a Brave Gate Champion Ichin via Flying Crucifix, 10 minutes and 53 seconds. He will face the Open the Dream Gate Champ Madoka Kitayuta in the quarterfinals. In the main event, six man tag team match, we had D Courage, Open a Dream Gate Champ Madoka Kitayuta, Yuki Yushoga, and Drakadia. Defeating Kazi, Big Boss Mojo, and UT of Natural Fives via Infernal, 15 minutes and 15 seconds. So, quarterfinals, this is going to be 20, July 22nd, 23rd, and 29th. So, on July 22nd, we have Big Boss Mojo first, open the 20 gate champ, Mojo Mojuki, and Sushi Kano first, open the 3 gate champ, Matoka Kitayuta. Excuse me. And on 23rd, we have open the triangle gate champ, Kota Minor versus Yuki Yoshioka. And on Ju- July 29th, we have Dragon Dia versus Hayo. So that is Dragon Game. Then we go to Stardom's Summer North Tour Night 4. So we had Saida defeating Yuen Misamore via Aida Bashi, 6 minutes and 50 seconds. Momo Watanabe defeating Hanago via B Dropper in 6 minutes. Tag match, we had FWC, Hatsuki, and Kogba defeat Queen Quest, Lazy, and Mayo Amasaki via Dive in Body Press, 10 minutes and 34 seconds. 6 1 tag team match with Club Phoenix, Scott Star and Champions, Ryan May, Mayor Shikawa, Team Waka. Tetsuyama to be Maika, Susuzuki, May, Seraphic, Glamorous Driver, Mina, Unseer, 14 minutes, 17 seconds. Non time match, other star Jace, Barbie, Bali, Bombers, Julia, Tekla, May, Sakura, defeating stars, IWGP, Woman Shame, Maya, Tani, Hina, and Mobile Congo via Glorious Driver, 10 minutes and 57 seconds. Tag to mention, World Star and Champion, Tam Nakama, and Not to Boy, that is Meltier. First side, Kamatani Azumi of Queen's Quest ends in a 15 minute time limit draw. In the Maven, 6 1 tag to with guys, Wonder of Star and Champion, Mirai. High Speed Champion Saki Kashima and Amy Sori defeating New Blood Tag Champion Starlight Kid, Ruka and Natsuhiko Tor of Oetai. Feed my emblem 10 minutes and 24 seconds. So that was stardom. 
And then we go to Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling's Tokyo Princess Cup Night 3. So we had Suzume defeating Haru Katsasaro via Misoki Meteor Shower, 6 minutes and 14 seconds. Tatsunachi Raku and Palm Harajuku defeating Hyper Masao and Shino Suzuki via Dr. Yellow, 9.5 minutes. 6 women Tatsunachi Prince President Mizuki, Mahara Koroku, and Yuraniko defeat Arsari Endo, Hamurai, and Ruya. Okobo via Face Lock, 1 minutes and 4 seconds. Eight women tag team match with Mayo Yamashista, Shoko Nakajima, Waka Yuhira, and Toga defeating International Princess Shame, Raka Tatsumi, Hikari Noah, Maka Mamato, and Katara Bounty for attitude adjustment, 13 minutes and 29 seconds. And then uh, more first round matches of the Tokyo Princess Cup. First one, Yuka Kamafuku defeating Nayo Kayuta via Famous Road, 9 minutes and 56 seconds. And the other first round match, Mayo Watanabe defeating Yuki Ino via Teardrop, 15 minutes and 10 seconds. She will face Kamafuku in the quarterfinals. So Tokyo Joshi. Now we'll move over to WWE's Monday Night Raw. Live from Atlanta, Georgia at the State Farm Arena. So we kick it off with the hometown boy. Cody Rose makes his way down the ring. And he asks Atlanta what they want to talk about. They say they don't really have to talk. Because there's one shadow looming over every arena WWE goes to. That is Brock Lesnar. He's just one thing for sure. So when Lesnar shows up when he calls the ring. He tells Lesnar that he should just do it right now. Lesnar's music hits, but he doesn't appear. So Cody says Lesnar is supposed to be here. He asks if Lesnar might be a fashion late, but he'll be in the ring no matter what time he shows up. Then he gives a shout-out to his mother in the front row and says she was the one who made him into the fighter he is today. He says relationship with Lesnar can be summoned in two words, hard times. Cody says it won't be hard times when Lesnar shows up. As Rose goes over to Grease family, we hear the music of Lesnar again. So he gets him. So Cody gets ready to fight him, but Lesnar does appear, hits again, but doesn't even chase before he has a chance to even come out, Cody runs to the back, wastes no time. Then also we hear, we see a chair getting thrown onto the stage. Brock Lesnar starts attacking Cody with it, sends him in the ring apron, and it into the ring post, and it hits outside, hits him with an F5 on the floor. I don't know where I was going with that, from his family. Then Lesnar locks in Kamar lock, but decides to let go of it, throws him in the ring, and then locks it again before he lets go and tells him he's seeing him at SummerSlam before heading to the back. So we've got our first, basically our first official match for Summers, which I'll talk about uh, at the end of this review. So opening contest, non-title match, Intercontinental Champion, Guthrie goes well with Matt Riddle. Giovanni Benji and Ludwig Kaiser are banned from ringside. So Matt starts with a log for Gunther, hits a pair of chops to Riddle in the corner, then locks a sleeper hope, but Riddle quickly escapes and locks an armbar. But Gunther cowers in the row for a two-count, and then Riddle sends Gunther to the outside. He looks to go flying up the ring steps, but Gunther catches him with a mid-air chop. And then body slams him on the floor as we go to commercial break. And then when we come back from break, Riddle fires off chops on Gunther before Gunther responds one of his own as they go back and forth. And then Riddle gains the upper and hits a kick to the head of Gunther, falls with a pair of forms, hits ex explored and kick to the spine. Gunther comes back with a German suplex. And then Rail lands pair of core knees, climbs the top, looks to hit floating, bro. Gunther gets his knees up and draw kick, and in the power bomb to score the victory at eight minutes and thirteen seconds. Really fun opening match. I just won seven out of ten. Honestly, other two matches, I like the money in the bank one a little bit more, but this one was really good as well. I was a little actually a little surprised this went only eight minutes, like TV time. I thought this went a little longer. Oh, well. After the match, Gunther hops on the announce table, grabs a microphone. He says, tonight is the greatest night of duty universe because everyone came to see the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. 
He says Reddle is done and he's building a legacy. He says Drew McTar wants to write his coattails. He's welcome to, but he will eventually fall victim to him. And then we go backstage. We see a confrontation between the women's world champion Ripley and the women's tag champs Raquel Adrias and Liv Morgan. So originally uh, they were getting interviewed by Jackie Remy, but Rhea shows up and tells Remy to leave. And then Liv says they're not scared. They basically they're not scared. So Rhea hit butts Liv right in the jaw and then R Raquel and Rhea brawl before Rhea kicks Raquel right in the knee. And speaking of judgment, I mean, Rhea must have to sprint to the back, the gorilla position pretty quick because Judgment Day was the next same and they come down to the ring and Ripley says Judgment is stronger than ever. And as everyone really thought they would break up, she says now no one can stop them. And not only do they run raw, but they dominate the show. She says Raquel Adrias found that out earlier, called herself the most women's dominant women's champion in history. She's not only Finn Balor and Dean Breeze become world champions, but Dominic will become the NXT North American champion tomorrow on NXT, which I'll talk about when we get to the NXT portion. Priest is despite holding the money in the big briefcase. Balor gets first crack at Seth Rollins' world heavyweight title. Balor puts him on the nose and tells him he will dethrone him. Then we hear the music of Sami Zayn and the tag champs Zayn and Owens come out to the stage. Sami says he feels like a pretty great relationship with the WWE Universe and knows what they both like and dislike. He asks Elena if they pay to hear Dominic talk and they boo him. Then he asks if he pays someone to beat him up and the crowd cheers. He, he says Elena is in the luck and so are himself and Owens because they got a chance to get their hands on Dominic later in the show. And their tag team match against him and Priest. So Priest challenged them to put their tag titles on the line in the main and Sammy Owens for his opinion. And Kevin Owens agrees to do so and he gets a punch. Basically gets his hands on both Priest and Mysterio to close out that segment. Then we go backstage to the trainer's room. We see Raquel being checked on the medical office as Liv Morgan and Pierce is too. Raquel says she's fit to compete in the women's tag title match so Pierce allows so. So we go to that match now. Liv Morgan and Raquel Adrias defend the women's tag team titles in Sonyville and Chelsea Green. DeVille wastes no time that she has a kick and takes in Green. Green and DeVille hit double vertical suplex before Green sits lift to the middle turnbuckle, takes DeVille back in. <laughs> Excuse me. DeVille fires a right hand in a corner, but Morgan fights back and hits a kick. Raquel tags in and levels DeVille, center features in the corner for she plans over the fallaway slam, but DeVille sends her crashing into the ring post, shoulder first, and locks into a half Boston crap, but Morgan breaks up the hold. Raquel tags her in as well as DeVille telling in Green. More Liv catches with a pair of short tackles, step on knee, and a co-breaker off the middle rope, falls with an oblivion, goes for the cover, but DeVille breaks up with a nice looking knee. So DeVille pulls Raquel off the apron, hits a chop block, then rakes Morgan's eyes, allowing Green to hit the unprettier for a two count. DeVille tags in Green, hits the second unprettier, and DeVille falls with a running knee to win the women's tag team titles at 5 minutes and 23 seconds. Not a bad match. I guess one five out of ten. I kind of wish they stopped uh, popping the tag team titles, but 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 finally Deville wins a title after being there like eight years. I think she said it's been a long time she's been in WWE, but honestly, I'm I'm pre I'm glad she's actually won some title. But now good things for Coco go after the women's world title without the tag title. And after break, we head to a reveal what happened in the next chapter of the Civil War of the Bloodline this past Friday on SmackDown. Then we get a hit, hit to a video of Barton Saxon with the world champion Seth Rollins. Barton asks Rollins what his plans are for defending the world heavyweight title and snow better place for Mar marquee title match in SummerSlam. He says several men have earned his place on a short list, including Finn Balor, Dean Priest, Drew McIntyre, and Gunther. And then speaking of Balor, he uh, walks in and takes Saxon's seat before demanding a rematch at SummerSlam. He says the line starts with him and the issues are far from over. Then he tells him to do what he has to do and make things official. Rollins tells Balor he's still living in the past and Balor says he's living in chaos. He promises to get his retribution and do the Rollins what he did to him. Rollins tells Balor that his tell is more, per is more than personal fan against him. 
It's the things Cadillo do right here right now. Tells him to take a shot or leave. Bowser stands up, also walks away. Then suddenly he throws a chair at Rollins and it rains on right hands and it tells him to make the match official. Spoiler: the match is official. But I'll talk about the summer stuff in a bit. Then we go to the second ever fighting rules match. Eric and I were the fight game where we first chat game on Otis the Alpha Academy. The only one we had was on SmackDown. I think it was late last year. It was like mid to late last year. I can't remember exactly when, but it was sometime last year where Fighting Warriors did defeat New Day in that match. So basically, it's just basically a false count. It were matched just with with Fighting weapons. So Otis Chaz tosses Chad Gable over the top rope on the fight game Warriors on the longboat. And then once the bell rings, Ivar sends Otis crashing in the ring post. Eric takes out Gable on top of the longboat before Gable locks an ankle lock. But he lets go, and then he does a flip onto Ivar on the floor for a two count. Then he sends Eric crashing into one of the shields. Otis calls for the table. Gable gets it, but Eric blinds on him, and then Ivar, Ivar takes Otis out with a boot, and the sandwiches between himself in the side of the longboat. The Raiders get Gable back in the right look, try to take him down, but Otis interferes, takes out Ivar as we go to commercial break. We come back from break. Eric hits a knee to the head of Gable in the middle of the ring. Ivar climbs to the top row, hits a moonsault to Otis, goes for the cover. Gable comes off the top to break off the pin with a moonsault of his own, which was cool. Then he takes Ivar with a German suplex, goes for a pin of his own, but Eric breaks up the pin. So Eric and Gable go back for forms. Gable gains the upper hand, hits a kick to the midsection of Eric. Looks to run the ropes, but Eric catches with a right hand. Gable responds with a suplex, climbs to the top rope, and delivers a diving hip up. Goes for the cover for Hala, breaks up the pin. Maxine Dupree comes in, takes her off the crossbody off the top rope, then gets her stolen Leatherman jacket. But Fahala sends Dupree for the table with a spear in the corner. This allows Vikingers to hit attack Gable, sends him into the shield seven in the corner. And then Otis takes up both fighting rings, hit the power bomb to Eric before hitting Ivan with the caterpillar. He comes to the top but Faha, I, I think it was a right hand or slap, it was one of the two. Anyway, then Ivar, sorry, fighting rings hit Otis with a double power bomb coming out of the corner for the victory at 10 and a half minutes. I actually really enjoyed this one. I get this one 7 out of 10. Out of the two so far, I kind of like the new day one a tiny bit better, but this one was pretty good as well. And you, and you almost had to give this one to the fighting rings. It is their match. And then we go to our next match of the show. Shayna Baszler goes with Dickie Cross. Wasn't really much of a match. Cross reigns around hands, but Baszler basically knows him and locks in the cure for the clutch for the super quick win at 19 seconds. Since it's under a minute, I can't rate this match. So, and A. And people are talking about, so before I used to, but now the new rules, if it's if any matches go under a minute, so basically 59 seconds and under, uh, it gets no rating. Then after the match, we hear, uh, Ronda Rousey was in a skybox, and she's like, in the crowd goes mid, and asks Baszler the front door, working on the indies fast on the back door with MMA background. She says she took the opportunity in a fraction of the time to get where she is, and calls Baszler a knockoff version of her. Shayna tells Ronda it's easy for her to say it from afar, and says R Rousey knows she's better in the ring than she's like everyone else does. <laughs> she challenges Rousey to meet her in the ring, but Ronda refuses. And Baszler hops the barricade, make her upstairs, but security stops her and tells her she'll get her book for SummerSlam and a challenge to a one-on-one -on -one match. And then we go to Miss TV as the Miss welcomes fans to the show and she's back. He's beat Tommaso Ciampa last week in the middle of the ring. He's the winner. He comes with the biggest star of all WWE for introducing the man Becky Lynch. She makes her down the ring. And Miz, it must be nice for Lynch next to a winner. Miz has Lynch, but a recent loss of money to bank to Stratus and Zoe Stark. So he asked her if he's lost step, and Becky comes irate. She throws chairs out of the ring to get to Mrs. Vates out. She lost titles, but not step. Then she let most other guys come out. She demands him to bring him out, and so he does. We see Trish Ash, so he starts to make her way down the ring. 
So Becky demands a one-on-one rematch for Trish. Trish has settled down. She says Lynch acted like her daughter, and Becky tells her to keep her daughter's name out of her mouth. Then she asks why Lynch was obsessed with her. She just won't fight her again. She says herself and Starks are done with Becky, but before they do, she needs one thing. I thank you from Becky. Lynch says Trash wants to feel better than everyone and says Strash hit her when she knew she was at her weakest because she knew she never stood a chance when she was stronger. She says she comes more than Strash that tells to prove as good in the ring one on one. So Trish uh, agrees to fight but under a few conditions. She has to face Zoe Starks once again and beat her and then once get on her knees and thank her and then tattoo thank you Trish across her chest. So Becky agrees to all the stipulations. So they try to attack her but Bench Lynch takes both uh, both of them out as Becky takes a face mask off Trish, hip punches her in the face, and then hit butt starts with the mask to close that statement. I didn't really care about the statement, honestly. You knew the Trish and Becky match was happening again, but honestly, like it's a stipulation. The tattoo is that after she beats Zoe or she loses Trish, like I wish they were more little clarifying that. And then we go to the semi main event of this show. Sinjuski Nakamura goes on Bronson Reed. We get a lock up start this match off. Nakamura hits a neat. Knee, but Reed runs more and stomps on his neck. Nakamura comes back with an elbow and a running knee to the kick Bronson's head. Looks for double knees to the back of his neck, but Reed ducks. Other way, hits a short tackle off the apron as the ashes builds to the outside. So we get a commercial break. After the break, Nakamura hits serious and kicks to the midsection of Reed, then falls with a dragon's group, goes for a pin, bully guy, two count. Nakamura locks at a sleeper over Reed, escapes the planes with a running Death Valley driver, drags him over to the corner, comes to the top rope. Nakamura rocks him with an insecurity. Neither the midsection length the knee off the middle rope. Tries to go for the keen shots, but Reed catches with a cross body. And then Tomas Champion gets in the ring and attacks Reed for the squat for the DQ win at seven and a half minutes. I honestly I give this one six out of ten. I didn't really like the DQ, but I kind of get why. So after the match, Nakamura kicks Champa in frustration. Then after the break, Barson tried to run Nakamura, but Nakamura wanted to stay out of his business as he's tired of everybody getting in his business, which I can't blame him. And then we go to the main for the Unspeed Tag Team titles. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Deface, Mr. Money, the Big Damian Priest, and Dominic Christian of Judgment. This originally was a non-title, but as, as I said earlier in the review, that Priest told him to put the titles on the line. So before the match even starts, Seth Rollins comes out of nowhere and takes out Balor as they brawl to the back. So the champs fall by attacking Judgment Day. Priest gets the upper hand and hits the right hand to Sammy. But this after the bell rings, by the way. Since Tom throws face first and fires Thompson in the corner, takes in Dominic Mysterio. Sammy hits a right hand on Dominic's head, then takes Kevin Owens in. Owens hits a pair of sentons on Dominic, fires the stomps in the corner, followed by a cross crew. Oh, well, oh, the corner takes Sammy back in. Dominic shoves Saint into the corner and takes in Priest, and he hits a right hand and takes Dominic back in. But Sammy catches with a back body drop as Dominic rolls out of the ring to regroup. Saying follows him out there and sends him in the now his table face first, sends him back in the ring, but Women's World Champ River really gets in his face, allowed Dominic to hit a baseball slide. Then Priest choke signs him on the apron as we cut to a commercial break. When we come back to break, Priest fires the right hands on Sammy in the middle of the ring. Priest sends him crashing in the corner, but Sammy manages to get his way over to the corner and takes Owens in. Reigns have right hands and close on out of the ring and hits a sent on the Priest. And it hits a frog splash off the apron to Dominic. He sends Owens his Priest back in the ring, sends him in Ring post shoulder first and falls with a cannonball. Looks for a swanton bomb. Priest gets his knees up. Dominic takes it the frog splash off the top of the Owens for a two count as Sammy broke it up. So Dominic dumps Sammy out of the ring for Owens catch up with a pop-up power bomb. Goes for the cover. Priest broke it up. So Saint and Priest taken. Sammy hits a chop, falls with a door to DT. Goes for the pin, but Priest kicks out and Sammy climbs to the top of Priest catches him with a right hand, knocks Owens off the apron, spinning kick to the head. Executes a hurricane with a series of kicks, but Sammy catches with a big boo. 
Dominic makes the blind tag and draw kicks Sammy into the ropes. Tries to go for the 619, but Sammy delivers a back body drop. Sends a crash into the outside. Looks to go find the level. Nick gets a back in the ring. Rhea gets in the referee's face, but Liv runs out of taxer. And it sends her into the barricade and dumps her over to the Tom Keeper's area. Priest looks to double chokes in the champs, but they escape, saying, <clears throat> sorry, Owens catch up with a stunner and saying hits the Haluba kick to Dominic to retain the tag team titles at 15 minutes and 51 seconds. I really enjoyed this maven. I guess one seven out of ten. <clears throat> Overall, I really enjoyed this raw actually this week more than the last couple weeks. Honestly, only matches are gonna is Gunther versus Riddle, the Unspeed Tag Team title match, the Viking Rules match, and Nakamura versus Reed. That's the only four I recommend checking out. So SummerSlam card made for August 5th. Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins defense World Tell against Finn Balor, and Ronda Rouse versus Shane Baszler. So that was Monday Night Raw. And then we will hop into the Tuesday, July 18 shows. So we will kick it off with New Japan's G1 Climax D3. So this is A and B block action. So opening match, A block, Kito Kimio defeating Chase Owens. 8 minutes and 28 seconds via Shining Wizard. And B block, Kenta defeating Gray Okan. 11 minutes 40 seconds via Roll-Up. A block, Strong Opoi Tatchem. Gabriel Kidd defeating Hikaleo. 3 minutes 21 seconds via Power Driver. Non-title B-Block action, KOPW 2023 champion Taiji defeating Tangalo 12 minutes 34 seconds via Taiji style Gale Clutch. At A-Block, Ren Narita and Yodosuji go to a 20-minute time limit draw, so both men get a point each. In a champion first champ B-Block match, United States champ Will Ospreay defeats IWGP tag champ Yoshihashi 13 minutes and 4 seconds via Leap of Fate. Non-title block A match, IWGP World Heavyweight champion Sonata defeating Shudo Umino 18 minutes and 48 seconds via Deadfall. In the main event in B block, never open weight six minute tag team because she's got a card to be El Fantasmo, 16 minutes and 20 seconds via Rainmaker. So the standings after night three and A block, IWGP, Warwick James Sonata, and Keith Dukimia time. First place with four points, two wins, zero losses. Second place, strong open weight tag team Jim Gabriel can Chase Owens have two points, one win, one loss. And Ren Narita also have two points, but he has zero wins, zero losses, and two draws. As time limit draws, you get a point. With pinfall submissions, counter score, you get automatically two points. Excuse me. And third place, Shoto Umino, uses Tsuji Tiger, uh, one point. Zero wins, one loss, one draw. And in last place, Hikaleo has no no points, no wins, two losses. B block, never open weight, six minutes head champ, Kazushika Cotton, KOPW, 22-3 champ, Taiji, up four points, two wins, zero losses. Second place, IWGB Tag Team Champ, Yoshihashi, United States Champion, Will Ospreay, Kenta and Tangaloa all have two points, one win, one loss. And in last place, El Fantaswell and Gray Okan tied with zero points, no wins, two losses. So that was New Japan. And then we go to GCW's The Face of the New War. This is the first of three shows where GCW's in Japan. So we kick it off with Fatal Six-Way Match, Grand Logo with Jimmy Loy, Hitiyoroto, Teriyaki, Minoru Fujita, and Dragon Libre via Base Bomb, 7 minutes and 10 seconds. Sasaki Masa Okada defeating Shane Mercer via Sunset Bomb, 9 minutes and 23 seconds. Six-man tag team action deathmatch. Let's Masala Cyclone Mio Extremo. Teeth with John Wayne Murdoch defeating Soul Meat, that is the King of Freedom champion, Tomahara, and one half of the King of Freedom tag team, Toru Segura. Timothy Sasaki via Gaio Driver, 8 minutes and 58 seconds. Tag team action, Ultra Falling champion, Rita Yamashista. Timothy Masa Slamovich defeating Sawyer Wreck and Carly Evans via Splash Mountains, 12 minutes and 58 seconds. For the GCW World Title, Blake Christian retains over Shahiro Iri, beat Cursed Up, 9 minutes and 12 seconds. And the maybe in a non-title death match. Mahashi Takata defeating Extreme Champion Joey Janelle for a reverse U-Crash. 
17 minutes and 40 seconds. So it's GCW. And then we'll go to NWA Power. So Kobe Corrine defeat Alex Taylor, 6 minutes and 23 seconds. For the TV tall, Tom Latimer retains over Mario Perdua, 4 minutes and 24 seconds. DC Kalen Tall defeat Magic Inc., Cody James, and Jake Dumas, 6 minutes and 59 seconds. More tag team match with the Fixers, Jake Bradley and Wrecking Ball Likursky. Defeating the Spectaculars, Brady Pierce and Rush Freeman, 5 minutes and 38 seconds. In the main for the women's TV tall, Kinsey Page retains over Samantha Starr at 5 minutes. There's NWA. And then we go to NXT. So we kick it off with a recap of the NXT number one contenders match between Brom Breaker and Neely Dragunov, as well as the main event of last week's show, tag match between Judge Ruday and Trick Melligan. <clears throat> and speaking of Trick Melligan, they make their way down to the ring, and Trick Williams wastes no time injuries Carmelo Hayes to the NXT universe. Carmelo says him. He wants to do the whole I am thing, but he admits he missed last week. He says the match between Judge Ray and himself trip was four on two rather than two on two. Then he addresses either Dragonov's help in the match. So his music hits, he makes his way down to the ring. He explained while well, he didn't mean to interfere in his business. And the fact that Priest was about to cash in his money to bring briefcase, he wanted to prevent from taking the NXT title to the main roster. He says Carmel let him down because he lost control, and Hayes doesn't take too kind in a statement. He says he had everything under control, and no one's more ready for the title match at Great American Bash than he is. Eli says no one gives more than he does, and fans feel something when he competes in the ring. He says, although he will make Carmelo a great mega bash, is defeat. Carmelo comes back, says he feels the way what his championship represents and the criticism he's received from the world. He says him and Eli will have a fight, but no one's more qualified to face him than uh, Dragunov is. He says he plans on having the NXT, a long NXT title right, and he'll be swimming in wins, and what else is done. He calls himself Mr. PLE and says he will hit different. Dragunov says Hayes will have to hit harder than ever before unless he wants everything he's built to fall apart. He says Hayes won't be to control him at Great American Bash, but Hayes promises he will. His from it'll be champagne, but for the other, it'll be just pain. Really great <clears throat> opening segment to the second last go-home show of before Great American Bash, but I really enjoyed his opening segment. I can't wait for the matchup bash, by the way. And then after the break, we head over to a video of Tony Danger be released from jail and picked up by Stacks earlier in the day. Then our opening contest tag team match in Heritage Cup champion Nathan Frazier teasing with Dragon League to go against Los Lotharios, Angel Garza, and Humberto Carrillo. So Los alongside Lee and Frazier on the floor. Carrillo dumps Frazier inside the ring and the bell rings. Garza takes in Frazier, sends him in the ring post shoulder first, sends him flip in a single leg draw before he takes in Dragon Lee. Lee and Frazier hit a double arm drag. Garza sends crashing into the mat and takes in Carrillo. Humberto tries to rip off the mask of Dragon Lee, but unsuccessful and hits a suplex, but Lee comes back with a hurricane tags in Frazier. Ashley spills to the outside where Frazier looks to go flying, but love to take out Los Valderas, and then fellow, fellow team for us loses to the umpire ringside. Frazier looks to go flying for a second time, but Lothar's catches as a crash in the lead as we go to break. After the break, Garza prevents Frazier from taking to the lead, but Frazier escapes his grabs and takes in lead anyway. Hits a new DT that Garza rocks with a knee to the jaw, climbs to the top rope, but Garza trips and takes in Carrillo. Looks like there is a double grail press slam off the top rope for Carrillo, falls over the moonsault. Carrillo sits Lee on the top rope, but Lee hits a double stomp and Garza rocks him with a kick, but Frazier levels him. Carrillo takes out Frazier for Lee, hits him with a powerbomb, goes for the cover, but Carrillo kicks out. Hits a close on, takes Garza back in, and looks for Mark Lee, mocks Lee. That allows Frazier to send crashing out of the ring, hits a crossplay off the top rope. He sends Garza in the ring, and Lee hits Destino. 
for the victory at a limit and 29 seconds. Really, really enjoyed this match. I just went 7 out of 10. And then after the match, Angel Garza is chewing out Carrillo. So he gets mad and pushes to the floor before leaving the crowd as Angel chases him. Then we see Baron Corbin walks in a force between me and our Baron Corbin says he will thrive NXT as himself from now on. Then we go to the Twitter account NXT Anonymous as Booker T is giving a prep talk to Roxanne Perez to her step her A game up against Blair Davenport for their next encounter. And so we go back to ringside. Booker T was outraged by the video being posted with his permission demanding stricter security. And then we go to our second match of the show. Keanu James goes with Gigi Dolan. So they go back for four before Keanu sends Gigi into the top turnbuckle face first. Rolls up Dolan, but Dolan kicks out too. So Dolan hits a hurricane, falls with a draw kick that sends Keanu to the outside, then hits a knee off the apron to the face. They get back in the ring. Keanu hits a body from the G, G, but Dolan hits a pair of right hands to the midsection of Keanu, falls with a few kicks and knees, hits a pump kick, looks for another kick, but James does a hair whip and goes for a purse. Dolan wrestles it away, looks to hit James with it, but the referee prevents him from doing so. So Dolan looks to grab it back, but Keanu takes advantage of it and hits the 4 401k for the win at 3 minutes and 43 seconds. Honestly, I could not get into this match at all. I just won 3 out of 10. And then after the break, we see Ivy now ripping down the Diamond Mind Flag in the dojo. And we see Fina of Scripps Axiom Challenge Bronco Lima and Luke Cam Price to a match from last week where Axiom told Scripps next half challenges on his behalf since they're not a full-time tag team. And then we go backstage again. This time Mackenzie Mitchell with Eddie Thorpe. She asks him if he feels like Vic Victory in the NXT Underground match and forces it does for metaphor rocks and apology for Noam Dar had to cancel Supernova sessions in his guest spot again. They hand him a picture of Dar as an apology gift, but Thor rips it up and leaves leads to a verbal confrontation with him or Mensa, which we'll get a match later in the show. Then our third match of the show. More tag matches. This time is Bronco Nima and Luke and Price versus Axiom and Scripps. Bronco looks for Neba. Axiom ducks it away. Let's see there's a chance, but Neba whips him in the corner. Axiom plays him, hits a single, a draw kick, takes scripts that he wears a Neba for Tato Axiom. He looks to double team with Axiom, but Axiom for doing so, and scripts attacks him from behind. Allows Neba to fire right hands. Price takes and does the same thing before whips. Neba whips him into the corner. Neba plays him with a running stop. Stomp to get the win at 2 minutes and 19 seconds. Good debut. I just want 4 out of 10. Then after the match, Scripps walks in the back with Nima and Price. And then it was time for the Tony D'Angelo uh, homecoming as Stacks and members of the family are in the ring. Stacks says everything changed on May 25th, 2023 for the D'Angelo family because Tony D'Angelo was locked up. He said the police came up with some meaningless charges and just Tony D'Angelo. So he makes it go down the ring, hugs everybody in the ring. He shares the excitement being back and shouts out Stacks. He says he wouldn't be standing here if it wasn't for him and Krasner for coming up with his genius plan. He says, well, Gallus thought Stax was the rat. Things aren't really seen. The throws into a video of Stax playing his plan to Tony D'Angelo. So in the video, Stax tells him the only way to get their NXT title match is to convince him that Stax betrayed him. He's his face one and Clint make sure he hears the audio clip before we hear the music of the NXT Tatchams, Gallus and Joe Coffey. Joe Coffey tells D'Angelo he'll wish you back in a cell. He tells him he's more safe on there than the outside. Stax promises Gallus will lose the titles at Great American Batch and take what's theirs. Mark Coffey asks if they can really pull off another scam, and Wolfgang says they won't even make it to the bash. Gallus gets in the ring to begin brawling with the Angel family before they hit Gallus with crowbars, and then they send Mark crashing for the table to close out that statement. And then we go backstage to Skizum, confronts NXT champion Carmel Hayes and Trip Williams before Eli Dragunov confronts uh, Joe Gacy and calls him in for before both teams brawl and the referee and producers put them up. 
And then we go to Via Hill, goes on with Electro Lopez. Match for the lockup. Lopez sends Hill into the match, falls with a pair of body slams and a series of shorts in the midsection. Hill fires by the suplexes and locks in the Kamara lock for the win at a minute 17. It wasn't bad for a minute 17. I guess one four out of 10. Then after the match, Hale demands a rematch for Tiffany Strand for the Women's Tall Great American Bash. Calls her out to the ring. Tiffany Strand appears, says Hale doesn't get the call to champ because it's rude. Then accepts her challenge over Hale demands her rematch to be a submission match. Strand reveals Grinner Witch. So Thea locks in the Kamara lock anyway, and then Strand accepts stipulation to let go. The close of that same, and, and that was made for a Great American Bash, which I'll double after this review. And then Dominic and Tony Angel spoke backstage before D'Angelo wishes Dominic luck against Wesley for the title later in the night. Then we see Women's World Champion Rhea Ripley confronts Laura Fakaria to get her back at JC Jane. And then there's a video package showing that Gable will make a decision on his future next week. And then we go to Ormensa goes one with Eddie Thorpe. So match starts with a lockup. Thorpe hits a crossbody for Mensa fires a right hand alert for connected with a suplex of his own. Uh, Thorpe hits a series of chops and a kick to midsection. Then falls up with the ends of Gary Fall by German suplex. Action spills to the outside. Mensa hits a tope suicida. And Lash Legend dumps Noam Dar in the ring. The referee pushes him back out to her and Jarka Jackson. Thorpe dumps Mensa back in the ring for die. Jack lays him out with a big boot. Goes for the counter, but Thorpe gets back in at nine. Mensa takes advantage by hitting a spinning kick in the corner to score the victory. And. Uh, four minutes and 41 seconds. This wasn't bad. I just want five out of ten. And we see a fin. Yeah, of Dana Brooke and Clear George Gymnastics. Then backstage the locker room. Core J watches the video and swings a kendo stick in the locker. And then we go to a sit-down interview between Booker Team Vic Joseph, who's with Roxanne Press player Davenport. Roxanne says she saw a video posted to the XE and Office Twitter page of Booker Team giving her prep talk ahead of their match of Great American Bash. As Davenport said it wasn't her. Before, she said she would defeat Perez once again, but it's time for friends and family. She says the women's division is grown-ups and not little girls. Girls And Perez says she doesn't belong. So Fick asked Perez what it take for DV Davenport. And Perez says she's tired of everyone thinks she's an easy target. She has a race that's been building her since she lost the women's title. And she had to show aside never being ordered to beat her. Davenport asked Perez how she fits big dreams in a small body and says she doesn't believe her. She says Perez doesn't believe what she said herself and Perez begins to protest. She tells Perez to go home and finish with her because she doesn't belong in NXT and then she storms off. <coughs> and then we go to our main event for the NXT North American title. The champion Wesley defends his judgment day's Dominic Mysterio. Match starts with a lockup, then they go back and forth submission holds before Wesley hits a draw kick. Then Dominic slides out of the ring and Lee Lowe's goal. Flying, but Rhea enters between both men. So we go to commercial break. We come back for break. Dominic gets a three amigos and then Lee falls with a draw kick and then hits a six one nine. Dominic with a mention no good driver before coming to the top it looks for the frog splash, but Lee rolls out of the way and they trade forms. Dominic sends Lee into the corner, charges him, but Wes gets his boots up and falls with a series of kicks, double stomp to the spine, and then a boot to the face. Then falls with a middle rope tornado DDT. Dominic rolls to the outside to catch his breath, but and then Lee looks at the level, but Dominic rolls out of the way, grabs the North American toe, trusts Lee with it, but Lee hits a tope suzu by the ramp, gets it back in the ring. He goes on top of hits a beautiful spiral tap before Finn Balor appears, tracks the referee. Priest looks blindside Lee from up, but he caught him with a cardiac kick. And then Rhea nails him with the women's world title, and Dominic puts his arm on to get the shocking win at 10 and a half minutes. Honestly, I really enjoyed this match. I said before, honestly, Judge Brady's interference was starting to be like, 
House of Torture from New Japan, but honestly, in this case, I could kind of let it slide. I get it's WWE, but I, and they got to be heels. But personally, for me, like sometimes their interference just gets a little too much. But in this case, I'll I can let this pass. But honestly, I'm not the biggest Dominic fan, but I, I mean, he kind of deserved it. So congratulations, Dominic, for winning his first single star in WWE, but his second time overall. But I really enjoyed his match. I just went seven out of ten <laughs> overall. NXT was actually really good this week. I just won 6 out of 10 over score. Honestly, I only two matches where I could check it out. It's the opener and the main event. And then, so next week's NXT, only two matches made so far. Six-man tag team match. NXT champion, Carmelo Hayes, Trick Williams, and Alien Dragunov. Go against the schism. Joe Gacy, Jaggery, Rip Fowler. And then Kendall Stick match. Dana Brooke versus Cora Jane. And a Great American Bash card so far made for July 30th. I don't know if this match is still happening, but unless 30 decides to cancel it, I'm still going to talk about North American title on the line now would be Dominic Mysterio defense Mustafa Ali. Carmelo Hayes defenses Ilya Dragunov, the XC title. For the tag team titles, Gallus defends the D'Angelo family. Women's title on the line submission match, Tiffany's Dragon for Sea Hill, and Blair Davenport for Roxanne Perez. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I don't know if they'll add one or two more at the most, but this actually looks like a good card, but that was NXT. <laughs> excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Anyway, now we're going to Wednesday, July 19th. We will start with the New Japan Pro Wrestling's G1 Climax 94. This is the Block C and D night. <clears throat> so opening match, non-title D block match. Television champ Zack Sabre Jr. to beat Toru Yano. Five minutes and 37 seconds via roll-up. Non-title C block match. Never openweight champion David Finley to beat Mikey, Mikey Nichols. Nine minutes and 52 seconds via Into Oblivion. And D block, Jeff Cobb defeating strong openweight tag champ Alex Coughlin via Toru the Islands. Nine minutes and 51 seconds. Non-title C-Block, Evil defeating strong openweight champion Eddie Kingston, 15 minutes and 15 seconds for everything is evil. D-Block, never openweight six-man tag champ Hiroshi Tanahashi defeating Shane Hayes, 12 minutes and 4 seconds for high fly flow. And C-Block, Hinari defeating Shingo Takaki, 19 minutes and 38 seconds for Streets of Rage. And D-Block, Tussie and defeating IWGP tag champ Hiroki Go, 17 minutes and 40 seconds via Destino. In the main event, and C-Block, Tama Tonga to be never open with six-man tag champ. Tell more here, Ishii via J-Driller. So, uh, standings in C-Block, never open weight champion, David Finley and Evil have four points, two wins, zero losses. Second place, strong open weight champion, Eddie Kingston, Hinari, Mikey, Nichols, Tama Tonga have two points, one win, one loss. And then last place, Shingo Takagi and never open weight six-man tag champ, Tim Hero Ishii have no points, no wins, and two losses. And D-Block, first place, television champ, Zack Sabre Jr. and Jeff Cobb have four points, two wins, zero losses. Second place, Shane Hayes, Tussie United, IWGB tag champ, Hiroki Goto. And number openweight six-man tag champ, Hiroshi Tanahashi have two points, one win, one loss. And in last place, strong openweight tag champ, Alex Coggin and Toriano have zero points, no wins, two losses. So it's New Japan. And if we go to GCW, Planet Death. So we had Shane Mazur defeating Shahir Eerie via Moonsault and Barry, 9 minutes and 11 seconds. Six-man tag match with Jason World Champion, Blake Christian, Extreme Champion, Joey Janelle, and Greg Loco defeating Somi and Takashi Sagai via Springboard 50 Splash, 11 minutes and 34 seconds. Six-person tag match with Ultra Falling Champion, Rita Yamashista, Sawyer Wreck, and Carly Evans defeating Yuka Yamamoto, Dasaki Masuoka, and Asami Kodaka via Splash Mountain, 13 minutes and 23 seconds. Mahashi Takada defeat Master Slamovich via reverse U Crash, 10 minutes and 59 seconds. Six man tag match with Masals and Jimmy Lloyd defeat Empire Ruler End. Vitalo Jack 
Takayuki Yuiki and Toshiyuki Sakayura via Frog Splash, 12 minutes and 52 seconds. In the main event, Junkasai defeating John Wake Murdoch via Stimulation, 12 minutes and 12 seconds. So that was GCW. And then we go to Stardom and Amori Night 1. So Ruka defeating Unimus and Morphe via Freezer Bomb, 7 minutes and 39 seconds. Mike on Hanako defeating Saida and Mobile Congo of Stars, 7 minutes and 20 seconds. 8-1 tag match and we had stars. IWGB one shape Mayo Tani, Hasuki, Kogba, Heaton. Defeating Queen Quest, Sai Kamatai, Asumi Lacey, and Mayo Amasaki via 17, 10 and a half minutes. Non-title match, Gaza Star and Champions, Rose Gold, Rame, Mayor Shirakawa. Defeating New Era's one or Star and Champion, Mariah and Emi Story via Glorious Collection, Mina, 12 minutes and 54 seconds. Metal Tier for Suzuki and Mayor and tag team match ends at a 15-minute time of a draw. And the main event non-title match, Oya Ties, New Blood Tag Champ, Starlight Kit, Mo Watanabe, Natsuhiko Tora, defeating our star champs, Bobby Bobby Bombers, Julia, Tekla, and May Sakura, Fiat, Hideo Nashi Driver, 12 minutes and 14 seconds. So it's Darnum. And it will go to A.W. Dynamite from Boston. So we kick it off with, for the FTW title, Jack Perry defeating the champion Hulk, 11 minutes and 40 seconds to win the title. Britt Baker defeating Kayla Sparks in minute six. Finals of the AW World Tag Team title number one contenders tournament. Uh, AW World Champ MJF and Adam Cole defeating Jericho, Pritchard, Daniel Garcia, Sammy Guevara, 10 minutes and 44 seconds. In the main blind gut match, the Golden Elite, Adam Page, Kenny Omega, Kota Bushi, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson defeating, defeating Blackpool Combat Clubs, Ring of All World Champ, Cody Casanova, John Moss, and Lear Yuta, Konosuke, Takesha, and Puck. At 51 minutes and 15 seconds. That was AW. And it will go to the Thursday, July 20th shows. So we'll kick it out. With Pro Wrestling Noah's Sunny Voyage. Uh, night 19. So we'll kick it off with Daisy Oshawa defeating Yo Awada. Vice Dimension via Boston Crab, 6 minutes 37 seconds. Six man tag to match Amakuska, Hajre Oren, Juta Milwaukee to beat Yushiro Ogawa, Super Crazy and Kai Fujimara via modified guillotine drop, 12 minutes and one second. Ninja Mac to beat Stallion Rogers via Ninja Bomb, nine minutes and 33 seconds. Tag to match Lance and and Adam Brooks via Masakime and Yoshihiko Moore, the tough, via Samoan Splash, eight minutes and 41 seconds. Six man tag to Asaki, Gosho Saki, and Katsuhiko Nakajima, team of high 69 to beat Naimoji Marifuji, Kano and Sushi Kojige, via Suka Splash, 15 minutes and 45 seconds. Ito defeating Leona, via upside down, 5 minutes and 55 seconds. 10 man tag to match, we had just good looking, sorry, good looking guys, GCW with Jim Jiggly, Jack Morris, Anthony Green, Yohei Tukasuke, defeat Minobi Soi, Daiki Emba, Shuji Kano, Ishiki Yoshioka. And Alejandro for your draw kick, 16 minutes and 36 seconds. And the maven for the junior boy title, the Chiba Hayata defeat Aizuki Oyage via headache, 20 minutes and 13 seconds. So that was Pro Wrestling Noah. And it will go to WWE's main event, Ronick Moss being Akira Tosaw, 5 minutes and 19 seconds. And Apollo Crews being JD McDonough, 7 minutes and 23 seconds. So it's WWE. And we go to Stardom in Amore Night 2. Tied to imagine. New Blood Tag Champ Starlight Cam Ruka of Oyatai, defeating Suzuki and Hanago via Freezer Bomb, 7 minutes 24 seconds. Non Tom Match God Star and Champions Rose Go, defeating Saida Mobile Congo of Stars via Tombstone Paul Dryer, 8 minutes and 37 seconds. 
tag team match, the new Eris feet, Momwanton and Aizahiko of all tied by disqualification, 11 minutes and two seconds. In a fatal four match, Koguma defeating Asumi, Mesar, and our star and Jim. Tekla feet 120% schoolboy, six minutes and 34 seconds. Six woman tag team match with Donald Amato's All Star and Champions Julia and May Sakura to Micah defeating Queen Flex's Samakan and Tani. Lady C. My Amasaki via Fire Dance Gun, thir- 10 minutes and 13 seconds. And the I main six woman tag team match with Stars, IWGB Women's Champion. Mayo Tani, Hazuki, and Heaton defeating Cosmic Angels, War Star Jam, Tam Nakao, Not to Boy, and you miss more defeat Diamond Centon, 15 minutes and 59 seconds. So stardom. And then we go to GCW Infringe Deathmatch Carnival Volume 2. This is the last show in Japan for GCW until October. So triple threat match we Tetsuyo Tagawa defeating Rika and Kiki Yorta, 9 minutes and 4 seconds. And tag match Gentara on Dragon Libre defeating Empire Ruler and Donsasumi Fuki and Kaigo Mafia Yoshi Tonic, 9 minutes and 32 seconds. More tag to match in Ken- Kengo and Mario Fujita, defeating Junior Heavyweight Champion Jun Masaoka and U.S. Suzumu, 9 minutes and 43 seconds. ERE's Fontaine Jack, Toshiki Sakua, and Takayuki Yuki, defeating Carly Evans, Sawyer Rack, and Masa Sandwich in a six person tag match, 9 minutes and 52 seconds. Six man tag to match with GCW World Champ, Blake Christian, John Wake Murdoch, and Reggie Loco. Defeating the Saki brothers and Takaro Taka Taka Hero Takori, Fist Move 450 Splash, 9 minutes and 43 seconds. Six man tag match with Extreme Champion Joey Jana, Jimmy Lloyd, and Shane Mercer. Defeating Jun Kasai, Masashi Takara, and Yusaki Ito, Fiat Diving Foot Stomp, 10 minutes and 59 seconds. In the main event, six person tag team action. We had King of Freedom Tag Team Champions Toru Sagura and Tasaki. Masaoka and King of Freedom Champion Tamahara. Defeating Ultra Falling Champion. Yamashista in Los Masados, 14 minutes and 49 seconds. So it's GCW. And then we go to Impact Wrestling. So before the Impact with Alan Andrews, we increased Steve, 7 minutes and 43 seconds. Then the actual show, Rich One and Sammy Callahan defeating the Good Hands, Jason Hodgins, John Skyler, 3 minutes and 57 seconds. Jake Something defeating Kevin Knight, 9 minutes 21 seconds. Corny Rush defeating Savannah Evans, 3 minutes 54 seconds. 30 Dunga defeating Centium, 5 minutes 58 seconds. In the main for the Impact World Tag Team titles, the champions still coach are Flash Mag, Morgan Webster, and Mark Andrews. Retaining over the former champions, ABC, Ace Austin, Chris Bay, 11 minutes 49 seconds. That was Impact Wrestling. Then we go to MLW Fusion. Only two matches on this show. We had Billy Starks defeating uh, Becca. Eight minutes and 38 seconds in the main event. The first of two semifinal matches of the 2023 Opal Cup. Dave Boy Smith Jr. defeating Calvin Tickman. 10 minutes and 29 seconds. And this week to close out this week's um, show. We'll end up with Rainbow episode 21. So in the Peter Rules match, Daniel Garcia defeating Jason Gier. Seven minutes and nine seconds. You tell me how he shifted between Trisha Dora, 9 minutes 17 seconds. In the finals of the TV Talk Normal Contenders Tournament, Don Castle defeating Shane Taylor, 8 minutes and 34 seconds. In a pure rules match, Josh Wish defeating James Jones, 2 minutes and 36 seconds. In the Proven Ground match, a woman's champion at the end defeating Nikita in 53 seconds. Tied to match, we had the Righteous Dutch and Vincent defeating the boys Brandon and Brent Tate, 2 minutes and 16 seconds. 
Later, Hirsch defeated Nicole Matthews four minutes and three seconds in the Maven in a fatal forward tag match. The Kingdom, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett defeating the Bollywood Boys, Groove, and Harshira. The War Horsemen, Anthony Henry, Jay Drake, and Ashley Drake, Darius Martin. So they have their uh, Death Before the Sun show tonight, July 21st. I'll run down the uh, card right quick. Originally, we had five, but they added seven more last night during the show. So, um, so Cloudy Castle defends the Rainbow Watch against Puck. Television title on the line, Small Joe defends his Don Castle. Kashir Shabal defends the Pure Tallest Diego Garcia. Athena defends the Women's title against Will Nightingale. Uh, Pen Pentagon Junior Ray Face, the Lucha Bros defend the World Tag Titles against Best Friends Trimper Chuck Taylor, the Kingdom, and Aussie Open. The Embassy, Brian Cage, Toyota, and Khan defend the six man tag titles against New Japan's. Six or nine, Rusko Taguchi, Master Wild Team, and Leon Ruffin. Gravity going against Commander. Six man tag team fight without honor match. Dark or Evil No Johnson with Alex Johnson versus The Righteous. Vince does his to Grayson. And the four pre show matches or CRL so tag team matches. Action Dragon, Darius Martin versus Work Horseman. Lily Hurst versus Trisha Dora. AR Fox versus Shane Taylor. And Joshua versus Tracy Williams in a pure rules match. And that's the show for this week, guys. I'm your host, Ethan Black. Have a good weekend and stay safe.